On this episode of the Fieldhouse Files, I'll be talking with Kenny Smith from Inside the NBA. You see him each week on TNT. He'll very soon be back on TV as the NBA restarts its season. But he joins me to talk about the Pacers, Nate McMillan, Victor Oladipo, and something special that both Kenny and Victor are doing together this week. And welcome into another episode of the Fieldhouse Files. I'm Scott Agnes. Today I'm pleased to be joined by Kenny Smith. You see him all the time on Inside the NBA on TNT, an outstanding cast they have there. It starts with Ernie Johnson, EJ right there. Of course, then to his right is Shaq, and to his left, Kenny Smith and Charles Barkley. And that's just a terrific crew that brings it every single Thursday night, and we expect much of the same coming up in the playoffs. And right now it's not yet determined whether they will go inside the bubble. Most likely it would only be for the conference finals, but they're still figuring all the logistics out and, and quite honestly whether it is worth it with the coronavirus going on right now. But we go from Key Smith to Kenny Smith, and that's a good reminder that if you haven't listened to previous episodes, maybe you missed it, maybe you've gotten caught up in what's going on at home. Key Smith, the Yahoo Sports, we talked about the Disney campus and all it has to offer for NBA teams. One individual down there from Indy is Tim Sinclair, the PA voice of the Indiana Pacers, that voice you hear at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Well, he's one of four public address announcers that are helping out inside the bubble. And then, of course, I had C.J. Miles on the show, and what a tremendous conversation that was. We talked about the social unrest. We also hit on his playing days all the way back to high school, skipping college, coming to the Pacers, and much, much more. So check those out. Subscribe to the Fieldhouse Files, both on an audio format, wherever you listen to your podcast, and of course, my written work at fieldhousefiles.com. Subscribe. It's free. It goes directly to your inbox, and also, all of the written work is available right there whenever you want it, wherever you are. Now let's get into it. Here's my conversation with Kenny Smith about his work on TV, the Pacers, as well as something new he's doing. It's called the Jet Academy. All right, Kenny Smith, one of the analysts on Inside the NBA and TNT, joining me now. And the great thing about him and that show is it just works, and that's because they're knowledgeable, they're authentic. And the other thing is they have a lot of fun. Um, So, Kenny, to get started, I'm just curious – Back in your playing days, did you always know that you wanted to get into TV or how did that opportunity come about and then now you flourished in that role? No, I, I, don't, think, I don't think anyone's dream when you're a player is to say, I'm going to talk about the game after I'm done. I think I don't know if that was it. But for me, um, you know, um, my wife at the time was a news reporter and uh, used to say, hey, critique my stuff while I'm at work. I'm like, what do you mean critique it? She's like, you know, if you see something, you see my hands in a certain way, you talk. And so I started just writing little notes down. And she's like, well, if you ever want to do this, you're pretty good. You, you, you might be able to do it. And so that got, kind of sparked my interest in it. Uh, but ne- never a dream to be a sports analyst. <laughs> <laughs> I got gotcha. you. It's a difficult business, but when you are good, you can sh- really shine through, especially in the crowd of noise that we have. Um, now, but you were seemingly one of those that was very productive during this quarantine. Um, and one of the things you've really established is what you call the Jet Academy, where you're really able to reach the next generation of players of any ages. Why was that a priority of yours over the last several months? Well, you know, with the social distancing and the pandemic, everyone, you know, all the live events and things that you go to are canceled. I have a basketball camp that was canceled, and I was like, 
Well, why should everyone's development stop? Why? That should So I just created the first sports academy that's uh, streaming, live streaming virtual. Uh, I got, you know, um, signed up Kemba Walker, Trey Young, all NBA All-Stars, four-time NBA All-Star Kemba, and then Victor Oladipo, you know, two-time NBA All-Star, along with Brittany uh, Griner and WNBA MVP Brianna Stewart. And we become your personal trainer for an hour, an hour and a half a day. And, um, you know, you work side by side. You can ask questions. It works on any device, anywhere. And I, I just challenge people now, uh, you know, because I wasn't sure what the reception was going to be. And so the first week, we had 3,500 kids sign up. First week. And I said, okay, why, if you're not one of those 3,500, why aren't you working out? Why? You should be signing up for the JetAcademyCamp.com because you should be working out with Victor Oladipo. You should be working out with Trey Young, Kimball Walker, Brianna. Like, you're not going to get that anywhere else. And, and, and now I understand the value in it. Where I almost didn't, I just did it because of the love of the game. But I understand the value when, uh, I think it was Victor who said, no, I'm not going to show you this drill, Kenny. I'm like, okay, what are you going to do? He said, I'm going to show you when and why to do it. I said, oh, that's the differentiator. He could tell us when and why to do a move where other people could just show you the move. How did your relationship begin with Victor? Was this a, a random call and he was willing to embrace something like this? Well, you know, I, I, there's, there's not a player that's really not one degree of separation from yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. But I camps. I know Victor always does camps, live camps, so I knew he would be interested in something like this. He always gives back to his community that way. Um, you know, so I knew that that would be it. Uh, one, people on his management, Jay, uh, I've, I've known, uh, you know, growing up in New York, I know Jay when he was 17, 18. Now he's big-time sports manager. So I, I've known these guys for a long time. Um, and, you know, I just knew that he would be receptive because he puts on camps. And he's like, yeah, I'm not doing anything with my kids. Everyone's was like, are you going to do a camp? I'm like, like, here it is, Vic. I got it. I got the idea. Here it is. This is what we do. And we get we, and let kids work side by side with you, jetacademycamp.com. And you can sign up just for Victor this week for $89, or there's six and 12-month plans, which are cool. I saw on my American Express there's a special deal for card members as well. So that's something that fans, I think, can take advantage of. We're recording this on day one. Um, with Victor, how do you feel like that went? And what were your takeaways maybe from his first presentation? Yes, and we have a Big Shack code. You can put in Big Shack and he gives you $35 off. So, um, I mean, it was, it's just, it's been great. I mean, like talking to Vic inside the bubble is a little different than talking to yeah. Vic this. So, and it's, it's almost a universal thing, which I've noticed. So if anyone on Orlando, if you want to open this store, you, can, you, can, you would do really well. The first thing that I said, what do you miss? And, then, and to a man, Kimba and Vic and Brianna, well, she's in a different part of Florida. They go, pizza. Huh. <laughs> and it's just a different type of pizza. I miss, I miss the pizza, you know? And so it's hilarious that out of all the things, I said, if I could send you anything to the bubble besides family and friends, what would you want? Like, pizza. <laughs> Everyone says pizza. So uh, it, it's just a lot of fun. But again, Today went great. Uh, you know, he really dissects every move that he does and why he does it. Uh, you know, we dem then we kind of go through the campers and we demonstrate it that we had kids come in. I, I punch them in from 
Austin, Texas. We had one from El Salvador, Mexico, Taiwan. One, yeah, it was like New York. Like it was just incredible to have that collection of like-minded community thinkers in one area. And uh, again, it's still time. You can sign up. Again, jetacademycamp.com, jetacademycamp.com. You should be in there if you want to get better. Doesn't it seem weird that all this can be done remotely? Like all these interviews I'm doing with the Pacers and other teams are on Zoom. Much of your job to this point has probably been on Zoom. It's our new reality right now. Yeah, it was interesting because someone said, will this camp, this academy continue after? I said, of course. I said, why not? That's, that's like telling someone not to have a, a Zoom meeting anymore. Like it's, it's, it's a habit. It's a way of life, the way that we do things. So this streaming, the way I put it together, you know, it's, it's not like someone's camera. We have four cameras on location, digitally operated by an independent studio we have. So you're seeing angles of Victor up top, on behind, below. We have motion cameras where we put on, on Vic and you get to see the defender and where he goes and where he would be. So you get all of these things that you couldn't really do at a live camp. Like, I couldn't explain it that way at a live camp because I'm moving and I'm going on, and so is he. So, again, jetacademycamp.com. If you're not signed up, you're missing out, man. And, you, and I'm giving you a code, Big Shack and American Express. You know, you pick certain plans. It's less than a dollar a day. Like, it's impossible for you not to want to participate. And you mentioned all those cameras. The cool thing is that it's recorded. So, so many times you go through a camp and you just want to take notes, but then you're not paying attention and little things like that. And the other thing, I'm curious, where was he doing it? Because I was trying to visualize him in his tiny room right now, trying to do this with the four different cameras. Yep. He, well, well, the first part is in his room and then the second part is in, a, in another location. But okay. he's in his room. You get to see the same. You get to see it's funny because every interview and every player's room because it's a hotel they all look exactly the same so mm -hmm. you're gonna that white background bed heading with the brown thing i'm like i could be interviewing any player I, when i was doing camera it was the same background I was like i was like you guys sharing a room he's like no it's the same room in every hotel i did want to ask you about victor himself and him trying to come back First, he, he did come back during the season, played 13 games, ruled himself out before he needed to on July 3rd, but is now going to give it a try. How do you feel about him coming back and the potential impact it might have on the Pacers during this restart, Kenny? Well, I think for him, it's just, you know, he's got to be healthy, you know. I was a, I was a little alerted, you know, because players at that level, all-star as, as uh, Victor is, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, on the verge of superstardom, possibly, they always think 50% of themselves is better than anybody else. Like, I have to be 50%. So they have this delusion of grandeur. So when he said, I might not be ready, I was like, you usually have to tell guys not to play. So I was, I was alerted as a player, as a my managerial hat, coaching hat, I would be like, wait a minute. Normally I got to talk guys into, you know, you're not, not, not yet, stay another way. So especially at that level of player. So I just hope that he comes back. He's um, 100%. He doesn't, you know, risk any injury uh, because, you know, the future is always, you know, it feels like now, but the future is, is long. So he's got a long career ahead of him. So, and, and the Pacers have a long, possibly, career with him. So they have to think about all of those things. 
And one of the things with Victor has been the, that health and everything, but now they hear about Domas, who's probably out and definitely may not play in this restart. Pacers, I thought, could be a team that surprised a few people, maybe advanced even to that second round for the first time since 2014, but now this is another setback. From a big-picture view, how do you feel about the Pacers just in this restart and also what they are building because they kind of have their team now in place with Malcolm, with Vic, Miles, and Domas? Yeah, you know, and, you know, I think Jeremy Lamb still, right? So you've got a bunch of guys that are out. Yeah. Uh, as guys are coming in, it's like they're passing in the night. So, uh, you know, it, it's kind of unfortunate because also I think I, I, I'm not saying that the great teams, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Bucks, they won't play poorly. They'll play great. But I think the inexperienced teams will play better mm-hmm. because anxiety. There's no road. There's no hostile environment. There's, you know, those are the things that typically have always held them back. So I think they just shorten the gap uh, a little bit. And a team like Indiana, that could have been or could be if, if Domas come back. That could be really um, big for them. One of the things, Kenny, the Pacers did last week was a guided meditation as a team. Maybe it was inspired by Phil Jackson in the last dance. Um, Victor, I'm guessing over this next week, is going to talk about his mentality and the books now he's reading and those sorts of things. How much of that was a thought back when you were playing or has evolved now, especially now and so prevalent in today's game? Well, I think that there's a little bit more distractions as well, obviously, because you hear the noise easier with the social media. Like, we didn't hear the noise as easily unless we turned on sports radio. Uh, We decided to turn that off. You know, when your device is on, you get alerts you're not even thinking about. Or your friends around the world instantly get information that we didn't didn't really have the problem with. But we always had a, a, a mind thought of, championship mind thought of how to clear your head, create the space to, to, to work, have a great work environment. That, that's not new. Uh, maybe new to them, but it's not new. One individual I want to talk about and really highlight because I don't think he gets enough attention nationally is Pacers head coach Nate McMillan. Uh, last year, I voted him third for coach of the year. I thought he, over these last several years after he was promoted from Frank Vogel has done a nice job steadying the waters keeping everyone lifted and year after year winning 48 games and then some. Um, it's a big year for him, obviously. And you played kind of right there with him. You were at UNC. He was at UNC, uh, he was at NC State, excuse me. What, what memories or what thoughts do you have about both him from playing and then what he's been able to do guiding this Pacers roster? Remember, you know, for being a point guard at 6'4 and his length, he was such a 6'4", 6'5". He was such a, um, a great defender, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think that was one of the things that you could, you know, I remember that stood out. You know, you always had to be careful in the passing lanes because normally you can make a pass at this angle, but because he was so long, you had to make the pass. His arm length was so long, you had to throw that ball a little mm-hmm. further out. That, that just stood that stands out. And he played on some great Seattle teams that we had some real difficulty playing against at times uh, with the Rockets, even through, even in our championship years. So, um, you know, he stands out for that. Uh, he, he's, he's, he's brought a lot, a lot of that to his uh, thought process as a coach. Uh, without question, is should have been in the top two, three for coach of the year last year. Again, you know, with all the injuries, he still has, you know, the patience in the playoffs, in the playoff push. 
You know, his best players aren't always there. Just an unbelievable job Nate is doing, um, you know, in the long run. And so just happy to see that happen for him. I think challenge fans have with this franchise is they're always good. They're always in the playoffs, but never great. Never able to take that next step. How much of that do you feel like maybe is a small market thing? Although we have seen exceptions, right, with OKC bursting through that. Well, you could be the Knicks. (laughs) No one wants to be the Knicks. You know, you could be a great big market and never make the playoffs. So, no, I I I think that – you guys get spoiled that you make the playoffs. That's a very – like, being one of the top eight teams consistently over the years is a very difficult and, – and, and it's a big accomplishment um, to be able to take steps. I know you, you – I think it was 214 that you guys took the second round. Uh, so now trying to keep continually getting into that second and third round, I think that should be the emphasis more than anything. But really applaud those guys for getting there every year. You can check him out at thejetacademy.com. Sign up. $89 for this week just for Vic or even more plans to continue on with other guys like Kimba Walker, Brianna Stewart, others much like that. So, Kenny, I appreciate your time here today. Good luck with this, and I'm sure we'll hear Vic talk about it probably sometime in the media availabilities this week or next. Sure, and again, I challenge everybody in Indiana. We have 3,500 kids sign up. You're not one of them. You're not getting jetacademy.com.